Hello, I'm Christopher, and I'm your host for today. And today I just wanted to talk about codependency. And I want to talk about how no one can do everything on their own or by themselves. That's not the way God had designed man, and that's not even the way he is designed. When he made man, he spoke to the Trinity. He said, let us make man in our own image. And he created man to have dominion or to rule the earth by speaking, creating everything making thoughts come full fruition as he had done in the creation he made man in order to have someone to converse with in the cool of the day in other words he created man to naturally carry out everything that he was showing him spiritually god runs things spiritually man runs things in the natural the tangible things in the earth that is We cannot run things in heaven because that is not our domain, just like he does not run things in earth because he has given leadership to man to rule over the affairs in the earth. Yes, he still owns it, but in creation, he passed stewardship over the man. God isn't going to come in and do everything in the earth that needs to be done. He is going to use a man to accomplish what he says. That's why it's so important to know who you are. And what function of the body that you are. When God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness, he meant spiritually, but in a different geographical location than heaven. And down through scripture, we see where God sent angels to give men strategies and to fight for man. Or he sent the spirit to take man up to receive a vision from God. I'm going to say this. Jesus did nothing of himself. He said, I only do what I see the father do. And I only say what I hear him say. And I do nothing of myself. Even though I am God wrapped up in flesh, I was born through a womb. And through the womb I came from was not tampered with. The woman is still not pure like the spirit. God is saying, even though I have all power in heaven and I own it, I gave it for you to rule. I would not take it back. So I made a way to master my own plan for I knew in some way I have to get man to me and I have to give him complete access to me whenever he so chooses to access me. I have priests who have run well and prophets who have withstood the test of time. But I want all flesh to have those same encounters with me as I had with them. That's why Jesus came to be. God said, I want all who want to call on me to be able to without going to a priest. In fact, I'm going to make all of you a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people set apart for the use of God. God said, I have to change the order of life. If I want my people to to be sustained in the day of trouble, because in the world that we are living in today, people are disconnected more than ever before. Even though we are connected to the world through technology like Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, FaceTime and so many other apps, we have cell phones and can get in touch with anybody at any time we want to. But instead, we are still disconnected. In the old days, it took the whole neighborhood to raise children. If you did something down the street you were not supposed to do, your parents knew it before you ever even got home. We were connected. Now, we don't even know the neighbor that lives next door. 
Back in the day, people used to sit down as a family at the dinner table to eat together and have conversations. Now the dinner table in the house is just for the sake of having furniture in the space. And if two or three people are sitting at it, they are looking down at their cellular devices and Facebook browsing and Instagram browsing and not, in, not even engaging one another. We are disconnected, but even the disconnected world we are living in today, God needed us to be able to connect to him. Is it not funny that Jesus did not do any miracles before he received the Holy Spirit? That is God showing us that even though I am God, I am dependent on the spirit to help me walk into the fullness of who I was created to be. I know all and see all, but I need you to have the source of me in order to contact me. I am the Wi-Fi. I am the connection that you need to make if you plan to succeed in the world that you are living in. I give you the download you need to see my hand working in your situation. Being in the world so disconnected from feelings, love, happiness, and gratitude, you need the part of me that can perform miracles in your life. Jesus did not do one miracle apart from the spirit. We cannot do miracles apart from the spirit. And so often we refuse to engage because of time restraints. We have so much to do and so little time to do it. But if we can tap into our source, he will give us the strategy to handle the day to day situations. I think it's not strange that he calls us the body of Christ. Every one of us having a flow of function of Jesus we are tightly joined together by joints and ligaments, bone to his bone. When Ezekiel was in the valley of dry bones, God told him to prophesy to the bones and he would cause them to come together. And the more he prophesied, the more God did. God said, you speak, but I'll cause something to happen. I'm going to give you the same power I have to speak into existence, but only I can give it life. So he said, now prophesy to the wind, which simply means now prophesy to me and I will blow the breath of life into them. And they've stood up a great army. God is not interested or he doesn't want you to be a loner. That's why he says for us to as believers to assemble ourselves together with like minded people. Why? Because we draw strength from one another. On the other hand, the devil knows that an idle mind is his playground. He seeks to get you off to yourself so he can play with your mind and make you think you don't, you don't need anyone. When in all in actuality, people have insight and God will use those people to bless you. We are called the body of Christ because it takes all of us working our gifts to be who Jesus is. Jesus was a leader, still is, an instructor a follower, a lover, a rebuker, a healer, a comforter, a praying man, a friend, a giver of life, a taker of sorrows. He would sneak off when they sought out to capture and kill him because his time had not yet come. He is agile enough to slip into your situation and fix it before you knew he was even there. He brought happiness as the first miracle. And his last miracle recorded brought life abundantly. In fact, his last miracles is still operating more than 2,000 years later. He is the gift that never dies, the gift that fulfills, the gift that keeps on giving. We are blessed to have such a living and breathing gift living within us think about this god never sent us to do anything on our own he never sends you to open a church for yourself you open a church to impact the community he doesn't give you a spouse for your happiness he gives you a spouse that you will have someone to grow with is it not funny that your spouse a god-ordained spouse that is is the opposite of you 
You may have certain qualities alike, but in your strong areas, your spouse is lacking. So God will give you someone to help you balance your life and to grow with. Your children are even an extension of you. More times than often, we find our children carry some of the same traits that we did, but no longer like about ourselves or we grew out of. Sometimes we get frustrated with us that is in them. But don't worry. It's all a part of growth. God won't put more on you than you can bear. You didn't kill your parents and your children aren't going to kill you. They are just keeping you in constant remembrance of who you used to be. But that's not always the case now, is it? For everyone, God has a different plan. Sometimes we go through similar things in life, but God has a plan, a strategy designed to fit the call that he has placed on our lives. That's why in Philippians 1.6, it says, you should be confident of this very thing that he who had began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So whatever he starts in you, he is going to finish. His plan is to grow you or to prosper you even as your soul prospers or you grow into who he's calling you to be. God is all about growth. Every relationship, every friendship, every job, every business adventure, every leap of faith causes growth. Sometimes people simply marry who they want to marry not necessarily who God has chosen for them so yes bad relationships and divorces cause growth for all the promises of God in him are yes and amen not to say every question that you ask God is yes that's just not the case because God is a good father and the good father that he is he knows how to give good gifts he will not make promises to you that are null and void Every promise he makes to you will align you with purpose. It will align you with destiny. It will align you with the call that he has on your life. Sometimes we want a thing so bad that we would disobey God or not even acknowledge him because we don't want the no. And avoid every sign we get pertaining to the certain person or the thing just to end up praying for God to heal us from our brokenness because of our own selfish reasons. God does not make mistakes. He knew our ending before we even began. So sometimes he has to say no to shield us from the hurt and the pain and the agony and the struggles that we don't know are yet ahead. God knows how to get us to our calling, but he cannot go against our will. And sometimes our will ends in destruction. If we don't give ours up for his, we may find ourselves biting off more than we can chew. Listen, we need God. God needs us. If not, he would have ended existence of man in the flood. There would not have been any need for Noah and his family. But, but if he would have done that, his plan would have been void for his sole purpose for creation would have been lost or he would have had to start over. So trust the process. God connects people to you for reasons and seasons, like getting something to you or removing something from you. He has a strategy for your codependency, and that strategy strengthens and empowers you to run on and see what the end going to be. But God's plan requires change. Then again, in all things, there is no growth without change. You cannot grow 
if you don't want to change. We have to come to a place in life where we have to understand that change is inevitable. It really has to happen if we plan to grow, if we plan to prosper, if we plan to go any other place than we currently are. There has to be change. I understand that change is difficult sometimes, but sometimes God will push us and push us and push us. And sometimes we get ourselves into situations that we didn't necessarily have to get into, but because we don't want to change when God is calling us higher change when God is telling us to do something different change when God wants to take us further he can't because we refuse to change but change is inevitable and God is going to get us to where he wants us to be as long as we stay in his will as long as we yield to his will as long as we give ourselves for his greater good we are going to change Regardless of how difficult or how hard it may be, we are going to change. Because we say, not my will, God, but let your will be done. And when we say that, do we really mean it? Because when his will is done, it brings about change. Who are you codependent on? Who are you leaning on in order to get to your next? Who are you leaning on in order to silence everything that's going on in your mind? I know that there's a lot of things going on around us. A lot of people, a lot of children have been abducted. Uh, a lot of killing is going on in the world. There's a, there's just a plethora of things going on. And it's changing. It's, it's, it's shaping us. It's really shaping us. Those that are connected. It's really shaping us to be the people that God wants now. I don't know if you felt it, but this year has been a year of change. Last year was too. Matter of fact, every year is a year of change when you're dealing with God. Every year is a year of change because every year he expects you to grow. And if you're not growing, then you're, then you're stagnant. And God doesn't want us stagnant, but he does want us to depend on him. God bless you. You have a good one.